welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to a new and improved episode of Hello, I'm Listening. Why is it improved? Because I'm improved. Did you improve yourself? Yeah. I'm How? version. I'm version three. <laughs> version three? Mm-hmm. In your 32 years of life, you only have three versions of yourself? I started with 0.1. So, well, that might be more sad that you've had to change so many times. I'm evolving every day. So it's not sad. It's just the natural progress. Natural? Natural. (laughs) What are you drinking? Iced tea. Mm -hmm. Pfirsich Maracuja. Mm -hmm. Gesundheit. Does it bring you back to your days when all you would drink is peach iced tea actually it does no it doesn't because it doesn't taste like that it's not like sugar sugar water no it's not it's actually very delicious and refreshing beverage can i try it it's from alnatura um no uh ad or paid advertisement it's pretty refreshing Mm. yeah that's nice. Yeah. So. So. <clears throat> we are. So. No. Let's go back a little bit. Okay. So we watched um, Black Panther 2 mm-hmm. in cinema a couple yep. of weeks ago when it came out. Um, and as some of you might know, uh, the main actor from the first one, uh, Chadwick Boseman, died in 2019 i think um was it so long ago yeah mm-hmm. um of I, cancer. Th- I think it was 2020 and i think he died before the pandemic i don't have where's my phone i have no clue i don't have my phone either i brought it but i'm i can't find it right now oh here doesn't matter he died and so they obviously had to figure out okay we want to do a second part mm-hmm. but how do we handle his death? Um, are we writing him out, or does he die in the movie, or is he going to be replaced, or even further, like um, are they using like CG to bring him mm-hmm. back for maybe a couple of scenes, which Hollywood has done in the past? And so I thought it would be interesting to talk about the implications, or maybe the opinions on that subject because Mm -hmm. there are plenty of examples and i have some of them where hollywood chose to bring back actors or even like musicians or chose to replace them completely without any you know like the the character was just suddenly somebody new sure um so yeah that that was the idea so maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it's going to be an interesting topic i don't know We'll see. Let's try it. <laughs> um, I just want to, or do you want to add something to that? Um, no, but I think we should talk just about what we thought about um, in terms of Black Panther and how we thought they, because I I was a little nervous going into watching it because I sure. didn't want them to not acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. But I also didn't want to like see him die. 
you know, mm-hmm. like if they were to do some CG thing where he died. Yeah. And because I, I don't know, for some reason, I felt his death super hard. I think a lot of people did because he was just so genuine and it was so sad that he died so young. Mm-hmm. And I think that he had such a massive influence on a lot of people yeah. because of the first movie. Yeah. So it was a really, I really wanted them to do him justice. And I actually think they did. I yeah. think they I agree. did a really good job. I agree. First of all, they honored him by making the Marvel logo intro all oh, about him. That made me cry. And he was present throughout the whole movie. Um, and the movie was centered around grieving mm-hmm. and around his death and honoring his death and legacy, which completely translate into real life. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you could feel it from all of the actors yeah. that yeah. it was so genuine. Like, yeah. there there was no acting. It, it that was, was not all real. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was very heartfelt and very. You could tell that all of them really were affected by his presence in their life. Yeah, and I yeah. thought it just made it so. I that movie made me cry so many times. Yeah, because I just you just felt that from everybody. So I think yeah. they did a good job. And obviously they had to replace Black Panther, mm-hmm. not his character, but but uh, the superhero. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good choice to also let him die in the movie without mentioning too many details. Yeah, without instead of like having like, you know, he just isn't here anymore. Like he went away or he, mm-hmm. you know, because I also don't like when yeah, I, that I actually like that. I like when they do when they just write them off. But like, I think it depends on the character. Sure, sure. I mean, Black Panther is centered around Black Panther, but mm-hmm. they easily could have just in the first couple of minutes of the movie could have written him off, like mm-hmm. saying he went to space somewhere or, you know, something like that. Or he I'm just glad went, they didn't do that. He went away because he didn't want to live the life as a fighter anymore, whatever, you know? That it, wouldn't have fit his character. No, so I'm glad no. that they... But they went could have the done direction it. that they did. They could have done it. And I honestly like that as well, if it fits with mm-hmm. the story. Because not every character could be honored like that. Mm-hmm. And also not every movie or filmmaker would be able to pull that off. I think well, it's a hard Well, not every movie would hold up, you know? Like, not yeah. if there are so many characters who are, if they did just in general, not in that universe, but in general, if they did that in other movies, I think a lot of, there would be a lot of backlash. Yeah, yeah, But it felt still so true to the Black Panther universe. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I really, really liked it. I agree. They did I a agree. good job. Um, so since we're already with um, Marvel and Disney and stuff. Are um, you talking about Superman? No, I'm oh. talking about Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's on my list too. Um, her death was also pretty sudden, um, and she died shortly before Rogue One came out. So technically, that didn't really count because they filmed that while she mm-hmm. was still alive. But Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, she died um, three years before that, um, and they had some not used footage mm-hmm. from the second 
like from the eight mm-hmm. movie and episode eight and they also use some cg to bring her back mm-hmm. and honestly i recently rewatched the whole um new trilogy again and you can say whatever you want to say about those uh, movies but i liked the scene where they brought her back for one more time to give her character the mm-hmm. proper send-off mm-hmm. and it's a very heartfelt sad but um yeah good scene yeah. i think yeah and weirdly with star wars it kind of also works since there's this like you know the characters the, the jedi who mm-hmm. die don't really die they come back as mm-hmm. force ghosts yeah. so it kind of works in that um universe and another example for mm-hmm. star wars wait, wait before you move on to another example though just staying with carrie fisher um i also want to mention that she's a she was a character on family guy and yeah. they also killed off her character on yeah. family guy yeah, yeah, yeah. but again you know it was one of those things where you know that seth MacFarlane is such a massive fan yeah of not just star wars but star trek and all of that stuff was she, she was his boss oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. peter's boss and they also killed her off in that show and you know that it was just like for comedy purposes but at the same time just like the utmost res- utmost mm. respect for that mm. woman so, i mean the same with with um uh the mayor um, mayor west yeah adam west yeah who died uh, and family guy mm-hmm. also buried him basically mm-hmm. and named the high school like the fictional family mm-hmm. guy high school after him which is kind of nice mm-hmm. no but uh peter cushing or Cushing um, from the original Star Wars uh, movies. He played Tarkin, a very famous and beloved character in the Star Wars universe. And they brought him back for multiple projects in, um, I think, Rogue One and, yeah, some other stuff. Mm -hmm. And it kind of worked. Some people were a little pissed because, yeah, I don't know. It didn't really work or they thought it didn't work. But, um, yeah, I've, I kind of like Tarkin. And again, in the Star Wars sense, it kind of works. But it also it's weird because they brought him back in 2016 for Rogue One. And he died in 1994. Mm-hmm. I remember when they brought him back and people were freaking out. It's, that's, that shows that we're pretty far to kind of bring back almost every person mm-hmm. at this point. Because with AI, you can recreate their voice. But... It's also freaky to know that that yeah. person haven't hasn't been alive for over almost twenty no over twenty years at that mm-hmm. point. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's also kind of cool. It's kind of it cool. It's cool. And I think if you do it in a way where maybe the family gets compensated, obviously, because mm-hmm. you know they still use the likeness of him, and it's done in a very honorable and and. Mm-hmm proper way to and the thing honor is, you his know that they brought him back for the fans like you know yeah, that sure, that was sure. like the 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 people who really love this universe are going to flip their lid when they see this yeah yeah that's true um one example is pretty crass um they brought back louis armstrong james cagney and humphrey bogart for a coca-cola commercial 
Really? Yeah, in 1991, um, Elton John was promoting Diet Coke, and they brought those four, uh, those three back for that. Um, yeah. And how did promotion. they do that? It's uh, I think wait, does it say? I don't know. No, it doesn't say. I don't know. I've not seen the the commercial. I'm going mm -hmm. to watch it later. But yeah, it's they have they have been dead for a couple of years at that point. So yeah, yeah it's kind of freaky. But I assume they used oh there black and white footage they used old footage of mm -hmm. those and colorized it okay and probably also you know did some touch-up and stuff to mm -hmm. make it look more modern yeah yeah it's pretty freaky um one that this is an example of a character being replaced and i think in this case particularly mm -hmm. it was the only choice and the best choice mm -hmm. um, because this franchise does not work without this character. And that would be in Harry Potter, Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Richard Harris was the original Dumbledore. And uh, he died and then just before the third movie. Yes. Um, and then Michael Gambon took over. Yeah. And as difficult as I'm sure it was to find a replacement because he was so brilliant yeah, as he was, Dumbledore. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. I think that they also found a brilliant replacement. And I agree. I, I think agree. the franchise would not have been able to continue without him. Like, they wouldn't be able to write him out. No, no, no. no. He's, like, because if you e Even if the books, they tried to change, yeah, sure, in the books, but if they tried to change it, you know, because nah, they nah, wanted nah. to, it he's wouldn't have worked. You couldn't have any other person take over. The character in the school. He's, yeah. like... He's like the character who teaches, who is who guides Harry in yeah. every movie. Yeah, and I have to say, it works pretty well because in the third movie they did a lot of um, uh, replacing, like uh, the the exterior. They did a lot of changes to the school, to the to the wardrobe of the mm -hmm. uh, of the kids. And if you look at the first two movies and then the third one, it kind of fits mm -hmm. that. There's a lot of change, and obviously um, you can't compare those two actors. Everybody mm -hmm. brings something different to the table, but it works pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good example for for an actor replacing another actor. Yeah. I have an even better one, but I'm saving it for the end yeah, because it's super what. interesting. I have Superman, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Marlon for Brando. Superman, he, I have George Reeves and Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Um, but because that uh, was kind of the original yeah, yeah. replacement. But, but um, Marlon Brando played uh, Superman's dad, um, Joel, in the Richard Donner movies, and he died in two thousand four. Mm -hmm. And um, Brian Singer wanted to um, bring him back for the two thousand six movie with Brandon Ruth, mm -hmm. Brandon Ruth, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and they used CG to recreate the actor and mm -hmm. it kind of works because again it's more like the memory of like in the fort fortress of so solitude mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh it's basically just the memory that gets played yeah um and it kind of works um even though, uh, though i remember there was a lot of backlash um back then but i think also because the movie didn't do so well mm-hmm I don't know. Yeah, but with, with George Reeve and Christopher Reeve, I guess that there was even more backlash because now we're so used to um, 
especially in those universes, Marvel, DC, mm-hmm. the, those characters get replaced quite often, at least the main ones, you know, like Batman, Superman, there's always somebody new playing them. And that's yeah. kind of yeah. the part of the appeal yeah. because it's always a new take and it's interesting. Yeah. But I guess in the start, you know, George Reeve is like the original Bat, uh, Superman. Yeah, yeah. And in the show, The Adventures of Superman. And then he died in 1959 mm-hmm. and the show got canceled. So they didn't even want to do it without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started the movies, the Superman movies where Christopher Reeve took the over. 70s or late or early 80s, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, and I, I would imagine that there was a lot of backlash about that because the Superman fans knew George Reeve as Superman. So it probably took some time to see a new Superman, like to accept a I new mean, the Superman. The first one was pretty well received and people loved. But I movie. don't know how much time there was between, maybe there was enough time between. There was the, enough time. Yeah, it was, it was over 20 years, I think, or something okay. like that. Yeah. And then Christopher Reeve got into a car accident. I think a car accident was Not paralyzed. Horse. Horse. A horse. He yeah. was paralyzed and in 1995 and obviously couldn't continue and he died in 2005. But I don't think they brought him back at some point. I don't think they brought him back either. I'm no. pretty sure that... I remember he was... his One of his last roles was Smallwell. He had like this really cool cameo mm-hmm. um, in Smallwell. And shortly after he died. And Brandon Roof was in Susan 6. And then in 20, 2011 or 2012, uh, Man of Steel came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Harold Ramis or Ramis from Ghostbusters. Ah. He was the fourth Ghostbuster, and he was the founder. Mm-hmm. Um, and two movies came out where he starred in, and the third movie was technically in development for mm-hmm. years, but he died in 2014. And there was a like a uh, Ghostbusters spin-off kind Mm -hmm. of with the three or four women Mm -hmm. which bombed um i saw it it's okay it's not great but it's okay why because it's women no because the script wasn't just woke written no no (laughs) nah it's just the whole idea of i never watched it copying um, i think i think it could have been really great Mm -hmm. the actors were great like they had some really funny scenes, but and overall, it just they tried to you know copy too much, ma- too mm-hmm. many things, too, and and they didn't do much new original stuff. But um, what I wanted to say in Ghostbusters Aftermath, which came out twenty twenty one, I think last year in summer, yeah, um, they brought Harold Ramis back, Ramis mm-hmm. back as a ghost, um, and we That's watched it. Cool. We watched it with I your don't mom. Remember. Yeah, we watched it with your mom in December, uh, January when we okay. visited. I yeah. don't remember. <laughs> and that scene was very heartfelt. And I remember, like, it basically was about his daughter and the son. And they, you know, were living in his old house um, where he apparently died at some point. Uh, I do remember And that. at the end, you know, uh, Bill Murray and the other two came back. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the ghost appeared and... That was a very sweet and well done scene mm-hmm. where he didn't talk anything. He w- he was just there, and at some point he was just smiling and I think hugging her or something or waving her. And he never, you know, 
Ghostbusters 2 wasn't that great. And he never got like the proper send off and his character never really did. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it felt always like there is something missing. And I think they did a really good job with Mm -hmm. bringing him back for that in a very, just a cameo, brief cameo. But Mm. yeah, that was a nice. Another example of a show, I think, doing a good job with that is they wrote this character out. So they, the character died then in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like they did such a good job of like keeping him alive still mm-hmm. and that is in gilmore girls yeah when edward yeah. herman died he's yeah. richard i think is his yeah. name right yeah. the grandpa um and he died after the series was done but then they did the gilmore girls year in a life yeah uh however many years later 20 something like that the Wasn't series like ended in 2007 i believe yeah and it started in 2017 and, and then the yeah right yeah so 10 years later mm-hmm. yeah or almost yeah um and so he he the actor died and they wrote it so beautifully like simple it was very simple i think in the show he just died of a heart attack or something mm-hmm. um but because it worked with his, his character had had heart troubles in the series at yeah. one point he yeah. had a heart attack um but they like kept him alive throughout every one of those four episodes those four seasons like there was always some reference to him and there was always yeah. something kind of surrounding him and Emily's grief of they him dying. They did such the, a good job. They did a flashback of the funeral and they showed like some very, I remember one scene where Lorelai, I think, or Rory is standing in the dining area mm-hmm. and then they played like this. Um, like voiceover of... No, no, no. They did a flashback scene from the original series. Um, ah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a very sweet moment yeah. where they honored this character and also his his legacy as an yeah. actor, and and a lot of it, a lot of Emily's role in that that part of the like was that about series grieving. was about grief and just how she finding moves on moving on with yeah, her life. Yeah, 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 it yeah. was really beautifully done, and I think that's a good example for, especially in in a series where you know you get to know the character and you get to know mm-hmm. how they work together and live together and. And since there was this time um, jump, mm-hmm. since they stopped filming and they came back, um, I think they did a very good job in in honoring his character mm-hmm. and his his him as an actor. Yeah, yeah, that's why I say I don't like it when when like an actor dies, or even if an actor decides they don't want to be part of something anymore. Yeah, and. They just, they lazily write it off, you know, where it's like, oh, they don't live here anymore. They moved away or they did, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a new job, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I never liked that because there needs to be something more concrete, especially I think if an actor dies, there needs to be, if they've invested so much of their career into something, there needs to be more than, like they deserve more than that. Yeah. I mean, one of the, I think most famous example in terms of pop culture, in terms of, um, I don't know, reach, I guess, was Paul Walker from mm-hmm. the Fast and Furious series who died of an accident, car accident. Um, mm-hmm. And he was filming, I don't know, was it the f- seven, Fast and Furious 7? Yeah. And they finished... Too many of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> They finished half of the movie and um, he died and they brought his brother in to 
finish some of the scenes um, with him and replace his face. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they gave him this very heartfelt send-off and, you know, the... He's, he doesn't die. He just drives off into the sunset and just tells Dom or Vin Diesel's character that he's done with it. He wants to live a normal life. And it's a very sweet scene. Um, obviously, it's very, you know, uh, overdone with the music and, the, and it's mm-hmm. very forced, dramatic, mm-hmm. but it works. It works for the series. And I believe it was not the... It could have been done better, mm-hmm. but the fact that his brother came in and finished the movie for Paul Walker and still, and they still delivered a, a you know, you can say about Fast and Furious what do you what do you want, but still delivered a decent action movie um, was very sweet. And even though I I believe personally that that should have been the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Since I, I'm not a huge fan of the Fast and Furious movies, but that I mean, would have been a perfect. You watch all of them when they come out. Yeah, um, but I wouldn't say you're a huge fan, but I would say you're a fan. The thing is, I like, I actually like the seventh movie because it there are some really good scenes and yeah, but overall it, they're just dumb action movies. But I believe they should have ended the series, the whole series, with that because I've. Paul Walker was a very, um, he was one of the main characters besides Mm -hmm. Vin Diesel. And yeah, I mean, the series is not getting better. Let's be honest, it's getting worse. So they should have ended it with a bang and and, and also honored the legacy. And I feel Mm -hmm. like they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Personal opinion. Um, I want to talk about two more things and then we get to the last one. Okay. Um, the one was, we just quickly talked about it, um, Prince mm-hmm. or his likeness as a, uh, hologram mm-hmm. for a concert that, uh, Justin Timberlake did yeah. in his hometown of, isn't he from Tennessee? Minnesota, right? Oh, in, in Prince's hometown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and they used like this hologram technology basically which um projected him on the stage mm-hmm. while performing while Justin Timberlake was performing and um they did the same with Michael, uh, Jackson. Michael Jackson at some music award show wasn't it the super bowl i believe it was the super bowl i, but I think it was a music award show yeah maybe um i think it was rumored that prince was going to there was going to be a hologram of prince at the super bowl mm-hmm. but i don't think that ever happened See, and I, I, Michael Jackson I have, was at a musical. I have very show. mixed feeling about this thing. I don't like it. I get the sentiment and I get what they want to do with it. And also, I mean, with Minnesota and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. playing there and then just using it for one song is mm, okay. But in but terms it, of Prince, I don't think that Prince would have liked that. Exactly. I, f- I believe that almost no actor actress singer or i mean actors maybe different story but singer performer Mm -hmm. want to be used as that like a puppet basically um and it's also kind of weird because they you know 
it's hard it's hard to differentiate between you know to make the difference between movie and and music in this what i'm about to say mm-hmm. but it I, it just feels different to me it feels like you know the a, a musician when they go on tour it's something that only a select group of people go to see you know like mm-hmm. compared to it's streaming it's you know everybody has access to it mm-hmm. when they're touring that's even if it's a massive stadium, it's still a very intimate experience. Yeah, yeah. And to have somebody else use your likeness yeah. for their music, yeah, it feels wrong. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even though technically a cameo or like a, you know, a, some performer who comes in for one song because they did it on the album featured, you know, featured authors. Sure. It's technically the same. But it's not because but they're, it's not because they're consenting to it. They're, yeah. they're yeah. putting their yeah. it's a, stamp on it, you know. And see, sure, actors who die can't consent to that either. But, but I, they also have contracts that, you know, the franchise is allowed to use their likeness. I don't know how deep those contracts go. I mean, I assume but, that the family if not other stated the family still owns the right because that's most of the time yeah, the, the, the case and either they sell it which most families do mm-hmm. because it's good money or they license it yeah. and There's they can license the like bunch of like i want to say thousands of songs that prince never released that his family has Mm. how fucking cool would it be if there was like a new prince yeah. album at some point see i get it but at the same time, you know, the... But that kind of goes along the same lines. Who knows if Prince would want that? Right. And most artists do a bunch of shit and mm-hmm. then just release the good stuff or they believe that's good and the mm-hmm. rest goes down the vault and maybe at some point on a B-side or mm-hmm. something. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to the last one. Okay. This one I find super fascinating. So I didn't know this about this movie, and now I kind of want to watch this movie tonight. Parnassus. Um, yes. Yeah. So Heath Ledger, who is like my heart and soul, I adore that human being, um, very tragically died in 2009, 2010. 2010. 2009. 2009. 2009, yeah. Shortly after Dark Knight. Yeah. Um. Premiered. I think it wasn't. He, no, I don't. Was, I think he was already dead before the premiere of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The premiere um, was after his death, and yep. he got an Oscar, obviously, for the role. Um, and he was in the middle of filming the the Curiosity of the Imaginarium no, of Imaginarium. Dr. Parnassus. Yeah. Um, and so when I watched the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus the first time, mm-hmm. his character, Tony, is played by four different people. Uh, three. Or no, with him, or four. With him. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, him. Yeah. And he, like, undergoes transformations, and that's why he's, like, different people throughout the movie. I thought that the movie was written like that. I thought that was the idea behind the movie. But what actually happened is he was supposed to be the only person yeah. playing Tony. Yeah. And I mean, you have to add something here. The without giving away spoilers, he's going through a portal. Yeah. And every time he goes through the portal, he transforms yeah. into a different actor. Yeah. Or he looks different. He he's looks the same different. character, but he it's looks very different. Very Doctor Who y. Yeah. Um so 
I thought that that was how it was written. But it turns out he was, it was not written that way. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to always look the same Mm -hmm. as he traveled. Yeah. And when he died, they were in the middle of filming and they didn't know what to do. Yeah. So they like reinvented the whole movie. Yeah. And three of his friends stepped in. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were all like buddies. So these people stepped in willingly because they wanted to like honor his legacy. Mm Mm-hmm. And those three people being Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law. And then every time he goes through a portal, he's one of them. Yeah. How cool is that? The reason why the whole thing worked out like that was because Terry Gilliam, the director, finished most of the scenes where he's outside of the portal. Yeah. So the main portion that wasn't filmed yet was inside the portal. Yeah. Um... So that was to their advantage. So they didn't have to fake or CG or anything outside of the portal. They just mm. rewrote and recut some things. But there were a couple of things. Um, his stunt double yeah, looked exactly. incredibly like yeah, him. Yeah, they yeah. said it looked almost exactly like him. And in some shots, you can't even tell. Yeah. And so they said they lucked out because they got most of the close-ups already exactly. with Heath. Exactly. And there are some scenes where it's his stunt double that you're yeah. seeing yeah. because they looked so much alike. Exactly. So, yeah, kind of worked out well. And, I mean, the thing is, I, I don't think it's like a fantastic movie. It's I love it. I saw it in the thin- cinemas when it came out. But it's a great example of how to deal with a tragic mm-hmm. and sudden death. Um and obviously, they were able to salvage the the movie because I mean there are plenty of examples of um, actors dying. For example, The Crow, um, you know, and the movie is never being made, mm-hmm. or you know, um, or it they completely change it. They have to rewrite, they recast mm-hmm. it, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. I, I thought of a different movie where they, where the actor died in the middle of the, um, of middle of the filming and then replaced them, but I, I, I can't think of any more examples right now. Um. Yeah. Uh. Overall, I don't know. I think it's an interesting topic. Um. I think I bet even there are tons of examples where they didn't do a good a good job mm-hmm. or a well enough job to honor the legacy and you can see okay they just wanted to finish the movie for not losing a pun- bunch yeah. of money or um profiting off the headlines maybe that the actor died or whatever mm-hmm. or they just replace the person like in in tv series that happened a lot you know they would just replace sure. not just when people died but when people didn't want to be a part of it they would just replace it and never talk about it that happened. I mean, I don't think that happens that much anymore. But yeah, in the nineties, sure, it, it happened a lot. It happened, yeah. I mean, yeah. with Fresh Prince, when they, when Aunt Viv but she was suddenly die. different. No, I, I know. I said it's not always when they die, mm-hmm. but she was replaced. But they actually did a good job because they, they acknowledged the they elephant acknowledged, in the room, yeah, and it was yeah. they made little jokes about how she looks different, mm-hmm. or you know, it was really mm-hmm. funny. But not every show did that. I mean, look at Baywatch with Hobie. Hobie. Never Hobie oh. season one was somebody yeah. different. It's a different kid yeah, but actor. But that's that's that happens a lot where they grow up or where they have to sure. use a 
you know uh, uh, an older person yeah. and with kid actors especially because yeah they but they also really... did it with Neely yeah but technically she was one act like she was in one episode and the last episode of the season I don't think they didn't really know what to do with her character mm-hmm. and then they brought her back and they had to recast her because maybe the actress didn't want to do it or but it's weird that they even wrote her in at all they should have just left yeah. I mean I know why they did because Matt wanted to leave mm-hmm. but so they needed a reason for him we to leave and that was should a good do reason. a podcast on Baywatch I think so too Baywatch is awesome some people need to help somebody okay that's it that's it um Thanks to our Patreon, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, buddy. Um, I hope it's not too cold in Indiana right now, but I f- believe it is. Pawnee, Indiana? No, not Pawnee. That's he doesn't live in Pawnee? That's a fictional place. It's not fictional. It's yeah. real. Um, and if Leslie you want to support us, psh, if you want to support us, um, besides you know following, subscribing, and rating the podcast, you can become a patron yourself. Um, the link is in the, in the description. <laughs> and with two tiers. And yeah, just yeah. look at. And we will, you know, be very grateful and thankful if you yeah. do. Indeed. Goodbye. Watch out for deer.